Listening to Omnus Protocol. I am Charles, also known as Omnus, and I'm here with Danny, IR Rockstar. What's up, man? It is slowly becoming Thanksgiving, which is my favorite holiday of the season. Could you get to eat as much as I want? <laughs> you have to make Thanksgiving like an all day thing. You can't eat very much at a time. Uh, all singular day? Sir. There is Thursday of actual food. There's Friday of leftovers. There oh. is going to the grocery store on Saturday because there's a bunch of sales and then doing second Thanksgiving. Then there's Sunday leftovers. What are you talking about? One day. Get out okay. of here. Fair, fair, fair. Um, and also returning to the show is Alec, a.k.a. Smart Alec. What's going on, man? Hello, hello. You know, Alec, I feel like you have not lived up to your nickname on the show i don't feel like you've ever been a sarcastic smart aleck to me like ever yeah uh that's true (laughs) i uh, i don't feel like i'm usually particularly witty but uh this was a username i picked when i was like i don't know 10 and uh we just stuck with it well it's just could be literal right the description yeah i'm a smart smart aleck versus dumb aleck Well, I don't want a dumb Alec on the show, so at least at least I got the smart one. Um, if you killed your twin in the womb, and there's like some underdark dumb Alec out there that is eventually going to become your nemesis, that that's some Cassandra Nova. No right Cassandra there. Nova, yeah. <laughs> Get out. I was actually thinking more uh, more um, more DC. Like, uh, what was like the super the like the like undead Superman or uh, Bizarro? Bizarro. Yeah, Zaro. Also, Salman Grundy. Okay, well, listeners, uh, we got something fun. Obviously, we've done a bunch of WTC content, Second Wind. Um, oh, I don't do a lot of tier lists, but this is kind of close. Um, and so I have a special shout out. This episode is dedicated to Adam. Adam, you're the reason why we're doing the over under, and it is underrated and overrated characters so the the kind of concept here is personally i think that there's a lot of characters that maybe have a weird play style or maybe came out at the wrong time people got a couple games with them didn't really love them and set them aside and haven't really gone back to experiment with them as the meta has changed or their better interactions or maybe just that they needed to play them in some different situations or uh you, you know, except that characters have a little bit different play styles um, or inversely, there's characters that if your first couple games of the character are good, you're going to kind of like that character for possibly forever. And I think there's some characters where people have figured out good play patterns and now they force them into too many situations. So, um, so we kind of are each doing them. Danny, do you want to kind of, uh, do you want to start us off, break in the chaos? Yeah, I thought we would stripe these right between each of us, so each one like gets a person to like talk. Each person gets an option to talk yeah. about a thing, and then everyone else gets a like kind of reprisal, and we'll go from there, right? Yeah. Uh, do you want to go ups or downs first? I'll give. You I'll let option. you pick. We're gonna do. We'll, we'll rotate through. So like, if you do an up, we'll all of us will do an up, and okay. Then I I think we should start with an up. 
Okay. Right. Like, let's start with something fun uh, and interesting. <laughs> start with something is... positive before people th- get out the pitchforks for some yeah. of our. Uh... Okay, listeners, I'm going to forewarn you. Some of you are going to want to unfriend me after this episode. Yeah. I just, I'm telling you now. Have a drink. Sit down. If you listen to this, you might get angry. My easy peasy up who like has basically disappeared outside of cabal is Baron Zemo. Like regular ass Baron Zemo does not appear in most lists anymore. Like if you actually look at TTS and you look at uh, the last season, you look at uh, TBTC, you look at second win, Zemo has gone. Like for no apparent reason. I I agree that people should be playing Zemo more, but I I think I see like there's a decent amount of him. The most recent weekender that Aaron won, he was there. Um, maybe it's just because I've been playing he, like, into a lot of murdered the new Pat. Red Skull. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What you currently hear is the OPS tiers, right? Of three threats. There's your Sam's. There's your Miles. Is your what was Black Cat like your Bucky's like Zemo wasn't in the contender list for show up everywhere. I agree with that. I, I just think that he's on the rise right now is what sure. I feel like is like he was probably, you know, you go back a few months and nobody was talking about Zemo. And any more time I was like throwing Zemo in, into like an X-Men list or something, people thought I was really weird. But he always did good things. But I do feel like he's he's climbed up a couple notches. But I still agree with you fundamentally that he's he's still probably underplayed considering how good he is. Yeah, he's a workhorse, and I think people will, will give him that. But you will, I think, a lot of people will go from I want a workhorse to I want a specialized tool, and then they'll start focusing on specialized tools and using those instead of the workhorse who just like carries half the team on their back. <laughs> Alec as the Hydra player, you're like, like I always, yeah, I always yeah, have this. Yeah, no, yeah, basically, um, <laughs> yeah. I um, am not enthused by the new Zemo, which is the only reason I would take yeah. the three threat out. And yes, yeah. uh, I like the three threat better. So, yeah, new Zemo would be better if he was just not named Zemo. Yes. Because <laughs> you take other Zemo and then like triple bubble would be really funny on the list. <laughs> right? Like it would actually be first. <laughs> You're like, who do you fight? You're like, I don't know. They keep buffing I, each other. I don't get it. I mean, maybe this is a hot take, but OG Zemo is still the best character in Hydra. And that's really hard to be like, you cannot play your best character. Um, You guys I, can't see this, but Alec is thinking. I'm, I'm thinking, very easy yeah. Deep contemplation. Yeah, <laughs> I like. I'm paused. I'm stunned yeah. in looking at Alex's face <laughs> I, because I, I could tell the gears are turning. He's like, "Do I, I want to disagree? Who who would I put above?" I well, it's Spider Woman. I think is a yeah. The I think she, best, she's in the uh, she's in that conversation. Yeah, best Hydra character, but I think he's the all right, best Alec. Threat. All right, what is, for me, uh, what is your your um underrated? underrated? First underrated. Um, I'm going to do. Uh, I'm going to do since we're since we're talking about Hydra. Um, you know, the, I'm going to talk about Crossbones, the merciless Merc. Uh, it might be the new a Crossbones, little, new bones. Yeah, the new new Crossbones, the one with the gun. 
Um, I maybe it's a little too early, but I think uh, he's a very good three threat that people should be using more, especially if he's affiliated, uh, because he's a very good E specialist, and lots of people just want to fight down the middle right now. His short move isn't a problem there, and damage reduction, aggressive, and hit and run, like, really make him tough to dislodge, and he can get multiple people under those beam threes pretty easily. For the duration of this episode, he is now going to be cross beams. That's cross beams. Ooh, that's a good cross one. beams. Um, uh, while I think he's not nearly as bad as maybe people have made him out to be, like he's got a pretty interesting kit. I think I fundamentally have to disagree in the sense that having a four-two-two and a short mover who's not exceptional, like he's fine, but I don't think he's an exceptional three. And I just don't know what roster he actually makes that 10. But I respect that you want to try and you want to represent for crossbeams. I I don't think he's exceptional, but I think he's underrated. Fair. Considering people rate him as garbage. it's a, That's a safe... Right. What do you think? What do you think, Rockstar? I've come around on this guy, considering our initial like core box review. And he's not a like the most amazing character. That's all I'm going to say. But there are like bit roles that he has that are actually kind of interesting. Like he's interesting on researcher, for example, where it's like, Oh, it's like a tight end scenario. I'm going to start beaming two to three characters. I'm going to hit and run beam two, beam three. I'm going to stand around and him dying in a wider list. doesn't matter as much. Like you're trying to flood the fields with a bunch of characters of like, yeah, like one of these will die, but I have so many secondary attacks. I have so many flurries or, or triggers that beams that trigger multiple attacks that any one character dying doesn't ultimately matter. But you kind of have to design your whole roster around multiple attacks. And the idea that any one piece of the Hydra you kill doesn't actually matter. Because the other one is just going to keep attacking you and keep trying to do things to flail about and do something else. Fair, fair. All right, well, since we're doing three threats for the first round, I will join in in the three threat. And I'm going to say Groot. Which, yes, he sees a ton of play in Guardians, but he's a character that I never see splashed. And he's he's a seven health on both sides. He's got regenerative capabilities. He's got a range three attack. He's got throw on his spender. And he's a character who has access to root. I think this is genuinely a character that not enough people have tried outside of Guardians and been willing to just try him out in a three-threat splash slot. He's just got a ton going for him. And really, his negatives are that he's a short mover, but he's on a 50-millimeter base, and he's got two energy defense, which admittedly are things that I generally don't like. I just think Groot's overall package is strong enough that this is this is still an underrated character that people don't don't take unless they want to protect Rocket. And I see a lot of games with Guardians where it just feels like Groot is winning games. So I'm I'm going with I'm going with Groot. Alec, do I got you in contemplation or do you agree? I agree. Um, I think more people need to try him on the table without Rocket there. Um, because a lot of times he just turns into a bodyguard for Rocket and 
doesn't do much else. But I think he's a perfectly fine standalone character. Agreed. I think if you get to like position him and just go, what's the optimal play for Groot, not the optimal play for Rocket? And where he never has to worry about spending for Deadly Duo, like how good does his kit get? Um, what about you, Danny? Are you are you in camp Groot with us? Uh, Groot is the man, and I think people don't actually, actually he's a tree, enough. but sure. Well, I think you know emotionally, we're on multiple levels, right? Yeah. But uh, what it comes down to is that yes, the difference between Crossbones two energy and Groot two energy is the health, right? Is that like Groot can take a spike and probably live through a second attack? Crossbones generally will not live through a spike and take a second attack. Well, okay, hold on. The seventh health is like seventh seventh health is a big deal. Yeah, but so is damage reduction. Let's go. go. Just straight damage reduction is better than an extra defense die. So, yes, I would say it's yes. But less health pulled total, like, is difficult to compare, right? Like, seven versus five is hard. I know I have to look at crossbones. Which crossbones is six five. on the front side? He's six five. I'm pretty sure. Nah, yeah, sh- Gosh darn it. That's ridiculous. <laughs> um, well, either way, Groot, Groot needs some more love. He is um, six. On well, the I don't front. want to go through the same order again. No, he's six five. Yeah. yeah. Well, that is he's, comparable. He's, hard. He's, a, he's a little. He's a little tanky boy. But healing, durability right? is yeah. Durability has not really been Crossbones' issue, but the fact that Groot can just recover three health and like when you have a three threat who is like ten health, you know, uh, it's it's rough. And man, Groot's spender is so good. There's not very many three threats that turn power into insane effects in the way that Groot does. Like he naturally, you're just like, oh, you dazed him. Well, I guess he has the power for a spender and to root someone. So suck it. Um, but all right. So, um, let's switch over to, uh, overrated characters and I'll have Alec go first and put him in the hot seat first so that if people hate the podcast, it's not my fault, even though I invited Alec. Uh, okay. So for overrated, I'm going to start with Rhino. Uh, <laughs> we I, are starting we're spicy. Starting, yep. Shit. Yep. <laughs> he's yeah, uh, that's the sound he's of the podcast being turned off. <laughs> yep. Uh, across the nation, just click. Um, he's good, but if you're looking for a four threat character that can be fairly resilient, fast, and can steal, I think more people should be looking at Spider Woman because she can also steal multiple times. And everyone's just reaching for Rhino because he's this chonky boy um, that has a cool throw on his tactics card steal. But the fact that he can only do it once per game, um, I think, makes it so that more people should be considering someone like Spider-Woman or just playing Voodoo some more uh, instead of going to our big man stuck in a rhinoceros costume. Danny? Uh, first off, Reno sucks ass. Jess is the most amazing person on the fucking planet. <clears throat> I've been a Jessica Drew stan forever at this point. And people were like, who's Spider-Woman? I was like, she's like the coolest ninja spider you've never fucking met. Because she's in almost no fucking stories. 
Are we talking about Rhino or are we talking about Spider Woman? Because we're talking about like Spider Woman. At, then... at this point, I think the three of us just have to do a Spider Woman cast because I'm pretty yeah. sure the three of us like Spider Woman more than any other collective three people. No, but like the the inflection point of the two characters is that um, Rhino and um, Spider Woman both have a steel, but uh, her steel isn't dependent on a card, which makes it difficult sometimes to use his more than the first time. It's just like Rhino is very front loaded. It's I want to get in there, steal something early and then start backing away, come in round three, round four, stampede, do some damage, be annoying, essentially be a threat that's difficult to deal with over the course of the game, but not engage too hard. Because to your point, he's not that tough. Like three, three, three is not scary. Three, three, two. Three two is not a scary stat line. It is not, like damage reduction, sure, but like he can't he can't just die, like randomly fucking die. So uh, putting your your whole bet that guy is dangerous because if he lives, it's great. But he can't utilize his power well besides stampede, throw, punch, punch. One punch is good punch. One punch is okay punch, and that's really his turn. Where Jess with power is, I'm going to interrogate. I'm going to move myself. I'm going to steal. I'm just a regular puncher. Like, I, wh- what do you want me to do today? I'm conditioning you. Like, sure. So fundamentally, Alec, even though my last game with Spider Woman was my worst game with Spider Woman ever, where I don't think she actually ever did anything beneficial for me, <laughs> she put two damage on Deadpool that allowed him to hop. Um, and he, she whiffed multiple times needing one damage to get through. So I had my worst Spider-Woman game of all time. And I just had my best Rhino game of all time. But fundamentally, even with that happening, I think I agree with you. Because, it, so I've been building foes lists. And normally, you know, Rhino's a character who's kind of like on people's mind, is a splash for right you know so usually when you've got and so like when you're playing a list and you get like crimson dynamo as an affiliated character or logan as an affiliated character or bill as an affiliated character these big high topic four threats you're like fuck yeah when i get to put that in an affiliated slot that's so good and when i'm building foes lists and i'm i'm like oh i'm playing rhino i it doesn't feel the same as these other big fours that are getting talked about, maybe even less so than Rhino. And so I think I fundamentally um, agree where he's a good character, um, but maybe it's because his play pattern is just kind of, I don't know, consistent may not be the right word, but it's it's also just kind of an easy play pattern and it's kind of hard to mess up. You know, if if he is taking damage, you almost always have the power to do his shtick. You know, if you want to get him onto the point, he always walks and teleports onto the point. He's He's got a really kind of dependable package. I'm just not sure that package is as good as people are making it out to be. It's it's perfectly fine. But also, my first, like, three games with Rhino, good God, that guy could not roll a success on his attacks to build power. Um, so I think I, I fundamentally agree there. Um, did you guys have anything else you wanted to get in on the, the rhino topic? No, he's big booty. Give him that. Okay. Um, well, since we're doing four threats, uh, I'm going to do OG Wolverine and people are still putting him in lists and good God, is that character still bad? I AMG does not 
it's the same thing where AMG seems to overvalue area attacks and they're starting to dial that back a little bit and like decrease the cost of area attacks. But Wolverine, the fact that he cannot interact or pick up extracts on his injured side is such an enormous penalty for a character who's really just a missile that will occasionally blow up. And sure, that's fun in that game where he gets to blow up and just one shots fucking Ghost Rider or something. But most of the time, he's competing with some of the best characters in the game. And I, I think... I think this is a character in the long run that people are going to push out of their lists and just be like, yeah, he's he was fun for these like little one off adventures. But come on, he's also bad in separation anxiety. And that's one of the most fun ways to play MCP. So um, Wolverine uh, overrated coming out of the errata for sure. He's in such a weird spot right now because spike potential is out the fucking window right like he can just pop off blow up on someone and for the audience who doesn't know what i'm talking about is that if you can give wolverine an extra power round one a wong some other way of finagling a power you can charge is no matter the cost he can essentially move charge no matter the cost his spender and because the charge is um what i do is not very nice doesn't specify a claw slash it specifies the next attack so on the spender, which now has seven dice, counts wilds twice, has a huge potential for spiking. Except seven dice is unreliable, right? Like there's no guarantee of getting any wilds. Like there's nothing to stop you from just rolling all blanks. Like, right? There's scraps. Who cares? Um, but when he pops off, it's like a – what I was thinking about this exact character, because he was on my list of characters, potentially on this list, it's that would you take – a 55 percenter to kill a colossal round one. I feel like that's a very weird war machine analogy. Right. But it's like, would you take a 55 percenter to to potentially just like, like, (laughs) that is what I heard actually. (laughs) But what it means is like, if you commit and fail, you're in a very weird position in terms of placement of your models and where you want me in the board state. But if you succeed, You've essentially put yourself in a board state where your opponent has to claw back a lot of ground to win this game. And so the question is, are you willing to gamble on a slightly better than coin flip is what I'm really getting at. And most people are willing to bet on that. In fact, in most betting circles, you should bet on a better than 50-50, (laughs) like straight up. Like anything better than 50-50 is in your favor by default. Yeah, if if this game right, was actually like just, um, Marvel Snap and you got to like bet cubes on a game, right? And you're gonna like bet cubes after after Wolverine pops off, and this one game like, counts mm-hmm. as like three game wins, then yeah, he's a better character. But from a consistency perspective of wanting to have good four threats who perform well over the course of all of your games, um, yeah, I just don't think he's a good choice. Yeah, I think that's why. Like, don't get me the, wrong. He's a he's a fun character now, and if you like Wolverine and you like this style and you want to fuck around with him, he is a perfectly fun character and no longer will at least feel like a bad four. But if you're trying to build a good, well-rounded, competitive list, he, he does not fucking belong there. He's not just a slotted, right? Yeah. Where you're just like, cool, a fourth threat, here you go. I I So he was in my WTC roster because I was... Uh, yeah. I had defenders. Yeah, this was targeted at you. We were we were attacking you personally. Clearly, Um, (laughs) he's (laughs) he's not. 
I don't think people are overrating him, though. I think people are appropriately rating him in that he's a very dice-reliant, swingy character that sometimes can hit home runs that just make games easy. Um, like, he'll just take the game on his back when he spikes, and that's it. You don't really need to, like, do much else. He'll, he will solve the game for you. Um, but I, I don't think people are, like, already putting him wherever they need a four threat, and they're like, man, this is where he goes. He has been put in competitive rosters, so I think that defends my point that he's overrated, because he belongs in zero competitive rosters. <laughs> well then, I disagree. <laughs> You'll love to see it. I think, I think especially in like Defenders, it. with that leadership giving him some rerolls, or like anywhere else you can give him consistency from the outside, um, he can do a lot of work. My counter-argument would be that uh, Defenders has really good characters in their roster, uh, and they should play those. <laughs> I don't have their roster memorized. I don't even know what other four threats they have. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, like uh, Ancient Devil. One, for instance. Ancient One's fucking great. I have so many feelings about Ancient One. Is I there a love where she fails me so many times. <laughs> no. She's not even underrated. I just love her so much. <laughs> uh, okay, well, we're we're moving over to Danny then. Danny, what is your overrated character? My uh, less spicy of my overrated is Red Skull 2. And I guess to temper this a little bit is that a lot of the conversation of Red Skull 2 is like uh, X-Men Red, which you unfortunately popularized. And, uh, <laughs> Did you say unfortunate? <laughs> yeah, because it, it, like, it really shoehorned this like, idea that Red Skull is this like prime killer of the world and can set up and murder everyone it's like yes on paper if he gets both of his actions and the grunts shoot he can murder a lot of people the reality is he very rarely gets to do that outside of x-men he can't even do that in x-men now yeah and like it, it just doesn't work right like it doesn't act like i've seen it multiple times on the table and i was like oh this is a sick list i'm like oh okay like sure <laughs> like, let's see it happen again i guess you have to do a lot of work to protect him. And yeah. uh, I agree with you. He was on my list. He was on my list of stuff to talk about in this show. But my list is long enough that I don't have to cover him. I agree. I think he's way too fragile of a five threat. And uh, I on and I even think his leadership is overrated. And people uh, underrate um, Baron Strucker. Um, I mean, I guess I, I will defend. I think Red Skull 2 works in the like cat dog thing where you get the grunt that can hang back and you know, you have, you have so many like crazy threats. Um, I think it was fine in that, but uh, this, this idea that red skull is just this insane five threat. Um, I, I, I do not think he's worth, I, I will go so far as to say, I don't think he's worth a splash slot in anything. I was going to say that he is such a weird character because like on paper, he can do a lot of damage. But he can also explode so quickly that it's a like very front-loaded list. Like you essentially need to blow out your opponent by round three because if you go to like four or five, you're probably falling apart. Like if your opponent lives through your attacks through round four or five, you're probably in deep shit. <laughs> I feel like um. uh, this 
is an attack on me. <laughs> How dare you? Uh, uh, have you ever played Hydra? I, Do you have any thoughts on this, Alec? <laughs> hmm. um, I, I think you guys are playing too many Cabal players. Um, because I think... I disagree. I think he's a very good five threat. Um, even when he's being controlled, being able to count blanks can make the one punch he does still solve problems for you uh two extra one or two extra four dice attacks um are great especially when he can suddenly win a side even if he's not killing anyone like against one other person uh he's suddenly winning any secure he's next to uh he's got a throw on his spender his leadership i think is do you ever use his spender i feel Uh, like that is yes I have when I needed to like throw a size four. Um, So like into a Hulk or Juggernaut or something like that, that I'm not confident I'm going to kill with two uh, with the builders. I will do the spender to try to try to throw them. So Alec, I am willing to back off of this and join your Red Skull side. If you play a Hydra one punch man with skull's head as your, as your red skull, then I will join Hydra one, one punch man side. Yeah. He needs a, that'd be a, a pretty funny sculpt. A pretty funny conversion. I do agree that uh, X-Men red is, is dead. Um, the change to Colossus mm-hmm. uh, and Storm Oh, the change to Colossus, the changes to storm. Like, yeah, it's all, that is a, fucking dead idea i liked it at the time and i think it was b plus a minus at its time but it was not as easy to play as some of the other like murder slot machine lists um and took some very delicate positioning and now the math just doesn't work anymore colossus not having bodyguard you know uh, red school having to spend a hop i uh, not having the cover anymore there was just a lot of times that that list just barely worked it was kind of like the math was just like kind of barely there to keep characters alive enough uh yeah it is i think it's definitely it's definitely over if Um, if you have concerns about um his survivability at least in uh hydra as leader you can now take a soul dot character you know one of the two uh that yeah that probably helps and having cover does help uh his survivability quite a bit yeah but I think to defend like the overall point, like you could go back and even Reef's game against Vince, which was recorded by professional casual, like Red Skull just got shredded. I mean, he was the eyes play to like grab the middle and go back. And it just basically the fact that Red Skull could not stay alive um, was essentially what kind of dragged down that game. And I just think there's too many matchups that are uh, painfully bad for him. Um Okay, so that covers everybody's uh, overrated. We have one of each. So, yeah, so we did one each. So now we go back to underrated, and that would be me to start this off. And so right before this episode, I was listening to the most recent Muse on Marvel episode. And as much as I love Josh, he was actively shitting on the ninja grunts and so i wasn't sure if i was going to talk about this 
Um, I had Shadowland Daredevil on my list, but I'm going to kind of just clump Elektra and Shadowland Daredevil together and just be like, these are characters that have a slightly different play style. And a big part of it is having a grunt that can run away with an extract. And both of them being stealth characters that are um, reasonably difficult to kill. Like not on the like, not like they're above average. They're not tanky, but they're they're above average. Um, and also do really good things with power that they get if someone is coming to beat up on them. And I think I, I deep down feel that they might be the most underplayed characters in the game. And people have not realized how much they amplify a murder list. And it really hit home when I was playing X-Force and just realizing how insane it was to like take all the extract pressure off of my murder pieces and just be like, here's a four threat package that just protects extracts for me. And then also can turn around and just win a game because fucking daredevil spender is nuts and then electra spender is even more nuts um so josh i love you i love muse on marvel i look forward to listening to your show every week but good god you could not be more wrong about shadowlands daredevil and the ninjas and what do you guys think alec i i I, I'm I letting Danny I to, go first. To I have to jump in because oh, okay. there's no way I don't defend my husband here. Like this okay. is a deep ass pool, but there's no fucking way you talk about Joshua Maxson here and I don't come in immediately. Right? Oh, like, I no forgot fr- about yeah. this club. Oh shit! Yeah. You walked into oh, a trap card, dummy. What the fuck you talking God, about? Ah, <laughs> uh, fucking Yu-Gi-Oh players. So, uh, uh, one, it's not that. You know, when you're learning the game, you get lots of opinions, right? And you're allowed to explore and experiment things and try things out for yourself. And that's what they're really trying to do in this podcast. And I experiment are, yes. and I want them to do that. And I want them to explore and I want them to try stuff out and not feel like the browbeaten to doing everything the internet says. <laughs> that's a, true. I agree with that. Right? Right off the fucking bat. Um, I agree with you that the spenders on Shadowlands and Electra are fucking ridiculous. Like, they're actually fucking ridiculous for what they can actually do with their grunts. You're like, oh, it's six dice. Now I'm eight dice. And I'm Mystic. And I Pierce. You're dead. Like, you just explode. You're like, yep, yep, that, that, that tracks. That tracks. That, that just happened. Um, what makes it difficult is actually lining, like, when we're talking about Red Skull 2 a second ago, and you were talking about Cabal, it's not that Red Skull 2 is the most ridiculous character in the world. It's that having grunts that can work on secures for that particular setup is okay, amazing. So you're defending Red Skull now? You're, I you're am saying Red Skull now? You there Alex? is a slight niche where he makes sense. I'll give him that. Not that I like the character. I'm saying he yeah. has a niche that makes sense for the character. I'm allowing that one, right? Uh, you were wearing a Red Skull jersey at WTC. So you know, maybe this is make so many ploy. life choices. So many is this a Hail Hydra ploy? I can't even. <laughs> Listeners, you got to understand, Danny actively dislikes Red Skull as a character. So yeah. he was always just a little, uh, he loved his jersey, but also he wished he could have wore mine with Spider-Man. And it, I got the Red Skull one. It's a situation where I will always support a fan, right? Yeah. And so it's always choices, you know, choices. Yeah. 
the jerseys were fucking cool. Um, I, I do, I will agree with you on the sense of like, I, I love what Muse on Marvel is doing and just kind of exploring their journey. And I'm glad that they don't just listen to the general populace and they're trying stuff. But my main takeaway is, uh, Josh, don't give up on Shadowlands Daredevil. I don't think he's a character that you play a couple of games and just figure them out. Um, and I think Shadowlands Daredevil's play patterns are actually surprisingly different than a lot of other characters. So I would just say, don't don't give up on them. Don't give up on them yet. But Alec, where where do you land in this? In An this old pool? Shadowlands player, we're deep pulling here. Um, no, I don't. I don't think he's that great. I don't think he needs to be played more in other places. Oh. Um, I think there should be more exploring of Electra now. Certainly, just because. Uh, she's been updated but i think if your primary goal is to hold an extract with a grunt you might as well just go and get nick fury in there and have his grunts hold stuff for you um and bring in your once per game eye in the sky uh to do some shenanigans with and that's just probably a better option most of the time while I agree that Eye in the Sky is great and Nick Fury is really good, I think one of the things that happens when you want your grunt to grab an extract early is that also means that you're going to activate the parent early. And if you've got to go put a parent up on a point or something early, that's just better off being Daredevil than it is being Electra or Fury. Fury's just 6-5 health with no defensive tech. Right? Like, that boy will just die. He will die. Um, I guarantee you. And so, I I think a lot of people have not tried Daredevil as a splash character. And and the thing is, I think people, even if they listen to this and take the advice, I think they'll try it one or two times and then give up on it most of the time. Um, But I think in the right list, and it's not, it's not that I don't think, I don't think he should be in everything. But I think there are a lot of lists that people haven't even tried what he can do for the list and where he would be really good choices. Uh, my secret convocation list has Shadowlands in it. It's because you're my hero. Yeah. Uh, because one, he can't be targeted early. So if you, he grabs like a hammer and the grunts grab a hammer and pass it off to someone else, no one's mad. Uh, when he flips yeah. side and gains better mystic defense, <laughs> you're like, oh, yay, everything's happy. Everyone loves it. <laughs> better mystic, I love it. And then he flips over and gets more aggro, right? That's really what it is about Shadowlands. Like, cool, I'm my spender now. It's mystic attack. You're probably going to die. All my attacks are not mystic. Like, it's less of an issue that he's going up and, like, getting punched and stuff because he, his stealth with a bump or the corrective bump from convocation is so annoying. You're like, I attack you. No, I leave. You're like, yep. Yeah. That, uh, I just forgot that you don't have not stealth, but you now have effective stealth. Love to see it. (laughs) I will also say, I think his range for four dice, ignore cover and line of sight attack is vastly underrated. And maybe it's because I, as a storm player who's used to having cover all the time, and then people play Shadowlands against me and his four dice one-shot characters and such, you you gain newfound respect for it, and you're like, holy shit. Um, and I find I end up using that attack a lot, where, you know, there's just a lot of time where, like, 
two short moves and two four dice attacks just adds up to a lot of value. And the fact that you get to kind of choose where you can like throw it, like he's a character who can kill someone at range four. And then if they drop the objective, choose to pursuit towards them. And he's it's, such a goofy fucking dude because yeah. like you read his rules, you're like, ah, they're kind of okay. But then you're like, you read through them again. You're like, he literally has something for almost every fucking scenario. He doesn't have pursuit. He has auto pursuit. He has I the, know it would be uh, so much worse. God, he, I love you. If he had to actually roll specific <laughs> dice. Um, but okay, that's probably enough on Shadowlands. Danny, what's your what's your next underrated? Underrated Adam, again. This is for you. I know you're listening. <clears throat> I just want you to know. I know how much you love underrated and overrated as terms, and so you know respect. My whole life is about being trolled by Adam. Uh, so I have a three and a four. Which do you pick? I, we're doing fours right now. I okay. think you. Then I think you go with your four. Vision is an underrated four who is a guy who has basically just disappeared again for the meta. Not because he's gone bad, not because things have changed, but because the slot of a four threat beamer is Crimson Dynamo now. Right? Like if you take a four threat who's out of affiliation and you want to beam, it's pretty much crimson and it's default crimson for most people right and it's not that you know vision's bad it's just that crimson is fucking off the chain (laughs) (laughs) like it has nothing to do with vision vision can be a little bit better like on the wider stuff like if you if you are not maybe playing a primary plan of i want to go down the middle um there's never like from the moment that vision released vision's always been a great four thread i don't think that's ever not been true and i think it's a thing where maybe there's just a lot of people now who haven't gone back and played vision much he's he's a character who's got that great two cost you know um throw a size three um it's, it's medium right yeah, it's yeah, a throw, good throw. Like, a legitimately yeah. good throw. It's <laughs> like a really, really good throw. throw. He's a character who can stop himself from being pushed. He's got solid um, defensive stats, at least. He's got the six health, six health. Um, his, be- his, his beam four. Um, yeah, he's he's he doesn't have the action economy like Crimson Dynamo is, but I, I agree with you. There's never anything wrong with Vision. I think the hard part is just going, I just don't know what list I would like go i want vision in this list but i flip side to action economy is that he has a throw right he has a character throw which crimson does not have so it's like vision has no throw after round one of crimson a vision doesn't pick something up he can always double walk throw right like by default which crimson does not have the option of whatsoever so to your point about spread out scenarios vision is better at spread out scenarios Yeah, that was, just because that of throw, like flat out, right? Like, well, and he's a medium mover, and not and a short mover. mover. Yeah, um, and so I don't think Vision's bad. I don't think he's like uh, terrible in the meta. It's simply that his role, right, his traditional role, has been supplanted. But I think there's other positions or roles that he can fill that he would do well in. Oh, he also in the can't be meta. if you put him on the push side. He can't be pushed by a cgr is spender either which means he doesn't get incinerated yeah. like this goofy stuff he can do with fucking phase transition stuff um, yeah, well the problem with his no push side is that that makes him weak to energy so he's just going to die anyway 
Yeah, but isn't everything going to die? Yeah, die? that's true. Um, yeah. I, I mean, we definitely <laughs> touched the, the point that, is, matter. That, that Vision's biggest problem is uh, that he's overshadowed by Dynamo. Um, yeah. I think... Well, the other thing is he's also only in Avengers. Um, like, he's not affiliated Dynamo's in a lot of places. Dynamo's only in Winter Guard. <laughs> yeah, but he does a very unique... Um, yeah ability that other characters that no one else has yeah. right you can say asm's witty banter is the closest thing but that's one die not two yeah. um so uh, i think the uh vision doesn't bring anything unique enough to warrant a slot in most tens anymore um i think back in the when people were using all you got and the sam beam team was um, the meta monster. He was great there, and um, I'm happy that he's people's, I don't know, 12th to 20th model they want in their roster. Yes, that's... I, I Again, I don't know where to put him in, but I feel like he's getting nearly zero play right now, and that has to be too little. There has got to be someone... There's got to be some lists... If people were just like, hey, get him off the shelf, try him in those lists, I feel like, you know, like, would any of you be genuinely surprised if the person who won LVO had Vision in their roster and Vision was used and did good things over the course of the tournament, right? That would not surprise anyone who's played Vision. It would surprise me if it wasn't Avengers. That's probably fair, but... I don't know. I think he could fit. I I I I agree overall. Vision Vision is underplayed. But Alec, you want to continue on? Do you have a fourth threat? Can we continue the fourth threat underplayed train? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, I mean, we're gonna go fourth threat and beam team. Um, it's Amora. It's Enchantress. Um, especially with Black Cats and our steel becoming an action and the um, nerfs to voodoo, I think people should be lo- reaching back towards Enchantress a little bit more. Um, now her steel being an action isn't uh, as big of an, an issue comparatively. Uh, she also has good beams. Uh, she taxes your opponent's power. She has a bow. I think... I think people pl- are are now getting used to Ultron two and remember are going to remember that Bow is uh, advancing your opponent opponent's characters is good and should revisit more of really good the, the people who can do that and she's one of them. Yeah, I think I fundamentally agree that she's never really been bad. There, there have been a number of times where I put her into my case and she's in like the 15 characters that I want to try to work in and she just never quite makes the 10. And I don't know if that's a mistake or not, but you know, she's got, she's got a weird defensive trick, right? She's got six health on both sides. She's not slow. Um, She's got a throw on top of having bow. Like it's a terrain throw, but it's still a throw. So she can often five dice, five dice, throw something, which is still like a solid package. Um, she's often swimming for, in power now just because yeah, you're an easy gainer yeah. and you might as well throw things it makes sense because like it's beam beam throw at whoever's weakest at the end right try to fish someone off so like it makes sense it's like a package 
Well, and with bow, right, you can often bow away a bodyguard and then do your beams or bow someone else into the beam or maybe even bow a bodyguard outside of range two, but still in the beam. You know, there's... um, uh, Right, because... So the technical order... So you would check if someone's in your bow, right? And then you can remove the range three and then move them short and then make sure they stay within range three. Um, so if you still wanted to, uh, if you still wanted to beam them, you could, she's got a good kit. I really wouldn't be surprised if she popped up more, but I'm also not sure I'm in the camp of, uh, should you play her more? She's got a good kit. I, I'm, I've, I think I'm just neutral on this one. Um, good kit. Wouldn't be surprised if she got played more, but I'm not sure I'm ready to commit to the, like, yes, go out and play more enchantress. I think there was also a lot of knee jerk reaction to, uh, when her errata came through. Um, yeah. But now that the, you know, other characters competing for the same role have also been nerfed or brought down to the same level about, um, I think she's worth a look. Is she, she's possibly like at her height, right? At, she went from the hired muscle meta of being the most broken character in the game in the hired muscle meta to then being the most broken character in the all you got meta. And so she had like a full six to nine months of basically being the most busted shit in the game. Um, You know, it's funny since we've started doing camera uh, for the recordings, there's been so many times that Danny is trying to mouth stuff to me during the recordings. And I'm wondering if he accidentally mutes his mic and is trying to talk but no, he's just trying to be amusing. Um, no, we just pants mime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was just trying to fire his laser. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Oh, he fires his laser at me all the time. Why? <laughs> 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 so, Danny, what do you think um, about okay. Enchantress? <laughs> Danny, do you have Enchantress thoughts? <laughs> I think Enchantress it seems like a better option relative to the other options you had before. So for options for steals, between your voodoos and your black cats, um, she was a very bad option before. Relative to them now and the changes, she's a neutral option, I would say, at best. Um, there are... Her steal still requires an action. It She's not particularly super fast. Like, black cat has the same restriction, but at least black cat has a grappling hook. Right, so like, there's a positional thing that could happen to get closer and stuff. Like, you could bow, right? Like, bow, it, yeah. but it it, it kind of comes into like it, it could work, and there's nothing necessarily wrong with that. Um, but most people aren't going to splash that. They would splash the three threat version, right? And they would just go for cat, right? Like, th- there's no downside to using enchantress. Uh, what I think what it does though is that enchantress is now an actual options and affiliation. And no longer like, oh, yeah, you can take a Tantris. Yeah. All right. Well, Danny, we're going back to the overrated. And it's back to you leading off. Oh, this is going to be a painful round for everyone. We're so ready for this, everyone. I'm just realizing what's going to happen in the next 10 minutes. Uh, Everyone's going to stop listening. 
Yeah. Listeners, I'm really sorry because <laughs> Danny's about. I know what Danny's about to drop, and I'm gonna make it worse right afterwards. Yeah, so because it's actually Sam Wilson, <laughs> one and of the best I characters know, in the game. I'm sorry, the best five threat in the game, which I've heard multiple times, <laughs> uh, and that's what part like kind of lifts it into the stratosphere, right? Ridiculousness yep. for a character is that uh, first off. We see five threats, and Sam is not a five threat. Like, get out of here! Like, this is ridiculous. It's like an objectionable opinion. But two, um, four dice is so unreliable to put it to absurd, right? In terms of like having an actual strategy around four dice, like depending on Sam, who by himself, if you're not going to include other affiliations, then you go on. Sam at best in his ideal state gains four power in a round fifth because he generally naturally generates. So the best he could possibly do in the following round is like charge spender for a shield gain power, which sounds cool, except Sam then immediately dies <laughs> because Sam Wilson is not fucking tough. And everyone acts like Sam Wilson is like a mortal God. And he's not, I played Sam Wilson Literally a hundred times that dude will fucking die to like the most random blow of the fucking wind. <laughs> I've had Miles Morales one shot him. I've had Gwen Stacy one shot that black cat one shot that guy. <laughs> like without the vibrating shield, he's just five health through three defense. Like he's just a dude. He's just a standard three threat. Like he's just like he's just a random ass dude, and on paper. If you can defend him or give him extra power or you can enable his ability to do extra attacks and enable his like uh, ricochets or stuff or just roll like a god, yeah, he's a badass. But for everyone else, he's just a dude. I do think one of the things that probably is an argument in your favor is I feel like the average meta is just has more terrain throws than maybe it did like six months ago. There's a lot of rant, like, because you just got like fucking uh, Ultron's got a terrain throw and Rhino's showing up more and has a terrain throw. And I think terrain throws get really scary for Sam where someone like you're like, oh, I'm super far away. Uh, double move, double move or, you know, just double move, throw a size three at you. And OK, you're dazed. And it it can be a tough spot for him. And I I admit when I saw this on your list, I was like, God damn it, Danny. <laughs> Yeah, we gotta get spicy, right? Gotta get so fucking spicy. And And it's like weird. I I was he was close to being on my underplayed list, to be genuinely honest. But I felt like with Zach putting him in the um in his roster and how much he's been showing up in Inhumans rosters, I kind of feel like he's finally hit the point where I would say he's being played the right amount. You don't have Avengers everywhere. You have him splash in a few key situations that work, but you, you, there is a fundamental point that this game has gotten more aggressive and the damage output has been escalating and uh, his role, you know, five dice a couple of times per game against physical and, you know, and energy attacks. Like it's not that much protection. Um, I don't know. I, I I was going to be heavily against this 
And I, and I think in thinking about it, maybe I'm a little more neutral in that. I just think maybe he's being played the right amount now, even though I was thought I was going to be in the underplayed Alec, you might not, uh, be thoroughly against this, but I am, I mean, you just (laughs) mentioned that, uh, the meta is more aggressive than it's ever been boy it would be a shame if i got some benefit for you trying to kill my characters <laughs> like he has an insane leadership his uh t- turns can get so insane if he does damage and hits a ricochet pushes someone pushes someone else back into deployment like that ceiling is so high it's not even there like <laughs> you could do it from downtown with a charge he's so fast yes he dies just like a no defensive tech three threat should, but he's a <laughs> long move with an attack that ignores line of sight. He's insane yeah. with a charge and an airlift to boot to move people around. No, he's fantastic. Uh, oh, I was prepared for this whole. Prepared for this whole argument. Don't worry. So at least uh, listeners will like uh, Alec after this show, even if they uh, don't like me and Danny. No, it's fine. Uh, so having played Sam a lot, Sam is great into the taller meta. That was essentially the past like year and a half, two years of the game, where if you're attacking me, I'm getting reprisals out of it and slowing down your game plan and gumming up your works. Sam does not like webs. And webs are one of the main beneficiaries of the errata, right? Like, regardless of ASM, it's the idea that everything kind of got rebounds to slow the game down a little bit more that webs want. Like, they want the, I want to go to round four and the game right now. I, I agree. I think they're that, more popular. I agree that webs has always been a rough matchup for Avengers, but that's not the only place you can play Sam and I don't know the other best faction in the game is guardians trying to kill you. So like, yeah, you're going to have a not great matchup into one of the better factions and a better uh, matchup into a great, another great faction. Like, no, no, no. I have a media counterpoint there actually is that uh, looking at the TTS season 12, all the Avengers lost to the guardians players. Okay, so like, that's what I was they just started getting ask. blown. Like, they yeah. immediately got blown up by the exact people. It's like, no, like they died. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they I was, got I was just going to ask. So, say, um, say, Rick, right now there's a, a a big tournament. Maybe it happens before LVO. Maybe we're talking about LVO, and then suddenly we've got Deaton playing Sam Avengers versus Zach playing Guardians, which would be kind of funny because then they would there would be two Sams on the table in a situation where we're saying that there's really less, but like, bear with me for a second. Just stay, stay with me in this situation. Who do you think is advantaged? And my instinct is as good of a player as I think Deaton is. And as much as I would say, any time that you bet against Sam Avengers, it's probably a mistake, but my instinct is still to say that I feel like uh, guardians is probably advantaged in the matchup. Two great players, two great lists. I, I just think that maybe guardians is on top of that i mean maybe i'm wrong i think it comes like ultimately i think it's maybe it's probably a 50 50 because it depends on who wins priority and if they get 
the crises that are better for them. If it's something spread <laughs> out, I think Avengers is advantaged. If it's um, a tight e-map, uh, then I think Guardians would be. But I think the reason why I would lean Guardians is because I think if you get the ease, I think it's heavily advantaged Guardians. If you get the spread, it's maybe 60-40, maybe 70-30 at worst. And like I feel like the Guardians' ability to play out of the wide scenario in that one is better than the chance that Avengers beats Guardians down the middle. But I don't know. There's a part of me that doesn't even like saying this because, right, because... I think Sam could come out of almost anything. Um, Danny, where where do you think you land on this? There are just so many choices in life. You know, what's it like to be wrong, Alec? What's it like to be wrong sometimes? <clears throat> yeah, we've we've been He's there. Smart I'm Alec. probably He's wrong more wrong. than I'm right, but that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, like jokes aside, there is I. I think since the errata, there's been an inflection point in sort of the meta and like what is or is not going to happen here. But I think everyone has a very different opinion in terms of what is or is not good. And so that's why I'm very interested in what's going to happen at LVO here. Because yeah. it's going to be such like a clash right, of different perspectives. Uh, that I don't think this could be like a very clear like, oh, this like you play this and it wins. Like, no, I don't think that's how it's going to go down. Actually, we've got we've got two months. That's plenty of time to solve the meta. Sure, <laughs> you yeah. just walk yeah, in yeah, and be like, fine. oh, you just walk in. check. Alec has already solved it. <laughs> I'm not a. Uh, I'm not Mike. I'm not uh, brain simming my yeah. way through the uh, <laughs> through everything. <laughs> Alex already solved the LVO meta, and Alex working on the the 2025 LVO meta. Yeah, but yeah, we're, uh, we're working to, on the timelines meta now. Yeah, yeah. To walk the whole thing back is that the Sam and the Avengers stuff is that webs as a blocker unit are now going to be more popular because they're always kind of popular, but they had an issue breaking into that like top sixteen bracket a lot of the time. They made like big top eight, and they were like, "Oh, I can't quite make like the next round. I get blown up by something." I think they'll more consistently make that like top eight, top four, which makes it much more dicier for the pure aggro teams because pure aggro does not want to see webs. Like they never want to see webs. No. I mean, I did bet uh, Charles that there would be a webs in the top four at LVO. So. Yeah. I, I keep agree. forgetting all of the things that I bet, so <laughs> I just have to trust. If someone comes up, you bet me that this was going to happen at LVO, and it didn't. I'll probably just have to give them a beer because uh, I'm getting too old for the. I got I got to keep better track of my bets. Um, I'm just Alec, stuck at Google. Uh, just purely <laughs> weapon three here, right? Um, so I'm going to warn you. I think for the primary episode, we're going to do your last overstated or uh, overplayed. And we'll do we'll end on my overplayed and that will be where we wrap up the main episode. And then maybe we do like one more of each in the bonus episode as we kind of chit chat. So listeners, I don't know. I don't talk about the Patreon that much, but there'll be a little bit more in there. But uh, Alec, I just want you to know going into this, you could pick anything you want. Mine is going to be way more hateful than yours. Sure. I mean, I feel like we got the most hated one already out of the way. You've we've got Sam, and then you gonna say whatever you want, and I have somehow managed to pick one that might be more hateful than what Danny chose. So you're in safe ground here. All That's right, impressive. I'm, I'm gonna say Luke Cage. Um, I. Oh, God. <laughs> 
I think oh, this game is I forgot he was on your list. Oh my god. This is going to be the most painful end to a podcast. Okay, so so he's Heroes for Hire is a fantastic card, but I think too many people automatically reach for Luke Cage instead of thinking about using Red Guardian or Iron Fist instead. And I think uh, people need to give those two characters a shot um, more than just instantly reaching for Luke Cage. What I will say is that uh, Iron Fist's natural predator is now gone from the meta, which was Bucky. Because Bucky just shat all over Iron Fist. But Bucky's gone. Bucky's so gone. Iron Fist is He's, happy. Bucky's <laughs> coming back with Iron Man. So that's still... <laughs> I mean, Suck Armory saves everyone. But that's like yeah. a problem. <laughs> yeah. And rerolls. And uh, and Bucky's probably going to get played in Red Skull 3 Cabal. So there's still some Predators. But Alec, I will, well, I will defend you at least a little bit on this one. And you're like, the, the competition for your five cards feels harder and harder. And there's been times even I was playing Luke Cage at WTC and there was times I put in Luke Cage. There was at least one game I put in Luke Cage and I didn't have room for heroes for hire. So I'm just playing a tanky three. And in that situation, I would absolutely have rather had Lizard. Um, so while he's good and I think he, he helps with some specific matchups. I think I might have to land on the side of, yeah, he is at least a little bit overplayed. Uh, Danny, how do you feel about Power Man? Oh, I mean, like, he has a sick name. He's just not an interesting hey, character. You want to get coffee? <laughs> <laughs> I say that even though I don't drink coffee. But I would get coffee with you if you got to shoot your laser. <laughs> Are we not in the bonus episode already? What's going on? <laughs> No, we're not in the bonus episode. The after dark. <laughs> I'm trying to hold it together, right? You're so quiet, though. I can't even like you're. I can see you laughing, but there's no audio for the listeners to know that you are getting beat red. And yeah, because I'm trying to be shit. professional here, and you're like, "Hey, why aren't you breaking fab right now?" I'm like, "What do you mean? <laughs> you're not professional saying? like news on Marvel. This is fucking Omnis Protocol." I, uh, I'm not even professionally I'm casual. I'm not to like, break it that right now. <laughs> Danny's laughing so hard, and I think he's muted himself. Yeah, it's just, it's so difficult right now. Uh, just to keep a straight face. <laughs> it's so hard. Is it hard to keep a straight face because of how pretty Luke Cage is? Well, first off, it's hard to keep a straight face. I can't look at your beautiful face. What? That was to you, Alec. Oh, I didn't understand what you said at all. (laughs) So yeah, Luke Cage is overplayed. I think that's where we landed. Yeah. No thoughts, Danny? No. Luke Cage is an amazing bro. I will never talk shit about him, so we'll just walk. (laughs) <laughs> I will. So I just want to say I really appreciate that occasionally AMG will just do a really simple model that can stand between all of my characters who have weird shit pointing in every direction. And it's nice when I'm putting Luke Cage on the uh, the magnetic tray and he can fit between like the fucking Deadpool with the sword sticking out and fucking hand ninjas and shit. 
I, I appreciate there can be occasionally be a Luke Cage or a, you know, Miss Marvel sculpt or, you know, some of these like, yeah, sometimes they can just be stoic as fuck and simple and not take up an entire goddamn tray. Um, but okay. All right, guys. Well, we're going to close off on my bullshit. And, um, this this comes back to fundamentally i think there are characters that maybe even are really fun to play like my last one wolverine sometimes they're characters that you just really enjoy playing and then they also can win you key games and then you put them on the table in the wrong matchups and i genuinely feel that spider gwen is overplayed <laughs> i did. I told you you guys were going to hate me for this. But I just think that she can play in certain matchups, and I'm not saying you take her out of lists, but I think the amount of time that she actually makes the team is too much right now for this meta. And I, I watch games, and I'm like watching streamed games, and I as people are relying on a Gwen with a couple of health left to live. And if she lives to the last activation, that's fine. But it just seems nearly impossible right now. And I, I think Gwen is, is hitting the table too much. That's, that's how I feel. Listeners, there might not be a bonus episode because <laughs> I'm afraid we'll Charles is get yeah. murdered right now. Um, you're wrong. I, she's one of... Okay, she's more fun than Wolverine, first of all. <laughs> I will um, agree with that. She is more fun than Wolverine. I can agree with you there. The amount of shenanigans she can do on the table um, and options she has on her turn, whether it's between pulling, punching someone twice, or moving, pulling a million models. Um, I, like you with Sam, I think she sh- should be played more than she is. Um, I think every she should probably be considered for every affiliation that gives people power in any way. Um, it, hell, even under like Cyclops, that gives a pittance of power. Um, just a little more turns her on, and I think she's uh, an insane model. See, I think in almost all those situations, you should be playing miles or possibly black cat in those situations but danny i love she's Gwen hold on Stacey. she's the black like, cat of the <clears throat> so what i will say is that there are so many games with webs where you feel like you're losing and you look at the board state and you look at gwen stacy you go like oh i'm about to win actually uh because you're like oh i walk double pull walk again and pull this other character uh i score three you score one i win ggs walk away and it's such like a weird feeling because gwen her whole job is to help you not die and then she dies and her job from that point forward when she gets all that power she's like seven eight power is you need to win me the game right now or we're about to fucking lose (laughs) like there's no (laughs) middle ground (laughs) And I agree, like, if she gets to be the last activation, she is a fucking game-winning character. Yeah. 
the my problem with her is is i just feel like in this existing meta there are too many times that even web warrior players are bringing gwen because they're used to how good she does and then she just dies like I I don't like always using Dunford as a reference, but I was just wa- I was rewatching his game versus Lucas, and there was this point where Lucas is like, "I think you got me. I think it's game over," and then he realized that all he has to do is kill Gwen, who has one health left. And the problem is, is that she just kind of casually dies in in potentially too many situations. And I I think if I just think there are situations where people are putting her in and it's it's a little bit too much. And there there are other good threes and stuff in webs and I mean like spectacular who fills almost the exact same role of displacement dumbass, except dies less often. Like that's what Spectacular does a lot of time. Like I've played him Yeah six or seven games now and it's not that he's in particular killing characters and doing a bunch of work it's that he generates enough power consistently that he's by turn four he goes okay uh i throw you i place myself i walk i'm on this point i flip this game's over bye i will at least say i mean i can understand why people play her when she doesn't die she might be the most fun character in the game for a control player to play like, most wizard of wizards yeah um but i will i will let because i i am sure there are people who have already turned off the podcast and be like all right unsubscribe delete the patreon leaving the discord i am done with on this he has shit on spider gwen i should have worn my spider gwen hoodie for this episode and i didn't oh, yeah. realize it that would have been better and i apologize but alec as the most websy player of the three of us Will you say anything that will make uh, um, DeLuca not hate the podcast? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, you heard it here, folks. Yeah. All right. So, all right. So we all agree Gwen should be played less. Perfect. Um, it's going to be really great because I'm actually going to edit that whole segment. So just like Alex says, I agree. And Danny's like, sure, bro. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh boy! I have production control. <laughs> yep. Um, but um, Alec, I really appreciate you coming on to guest with us. Um, that was a spicy end. Sam, Cage, Gwen. Only one of those is right, <laughs> and we'll find out which tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, actually, I'd be really curious, uh, listeners, if you have to pick one of the three of those as overplayed which one do you think it would be oh this would be fun actually yeah i'm i'm genuinely curious who uh my instincts say that alec is going to be right because i think in general people don't like boring tanky characters and so i feel like more people are going to be on alec's side but i don't know could be surprised could be surprised um Alec, do you have any shout-outs or anything you want to do before we wrap up the main episode? Uh, No. I'm good to go. Okay. Danny, do you want to do the outro, or do you want me to? Uh, I think you'll do this one. I'll do the other one. 
Okay. You'll outro the bonus. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, listeners, the most OP thing that you can do is invite two Web Warriors players onto the show and tell them they should play Spider-Gwen less. Boom! Later, nerds. <laughs> like, walk into that one. <laughs>